Thank you for your listening and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate that. Okay, give a holler. Hey, we got open line, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Okay, disperses the gloomy clouds of night. Is that in the song, O Come All Ye Faithful? O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? Hark the Herald Angels or the First Noel? I'm going to go with the Angels one. And the Angels one. No, Hark the Herald Angels. Nope. It's O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I did not know that disperses the gloomy clouds of night i've never and i don't know the song oh come oh come emmanuel i haven't heard like yeah. any of these songs okay. i feel like maybe, maybe a bit on heart the herald angels joy to the world you know um i know those good we three kings you know it's kind of a, a da, 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 da. you know it's just so slow i like the jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell rock mm-hmm. okay six five one six four one one oh seven one okay here now we got the holidays coming up and i'm gonna help you with you got dogs guess what let's start having manners at the door right so what you're gonna do is that you are going to practice this prior to having guests over for whether it's a christmas party or you know whatever because at the door nobody should talk to the dog look at the dog touch the dog at all so what you're gonna practice you're gonna put a trading collar on it'd be best uh if you don't just use a regular collar okay so then you're gonna put a leash on and you're gonna go out have somebody knock on the door knock 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 Okay, dog's going to bark. That's fine. But once you see who it is, then now their job is done. You're going to go quiet. You're going to de- preface it with a growl. Ah, quiet. Ah, quiet. If they don't, you get your hair mister filled with water, set on stream, and it's ah, blast, quiet. And as soon as you say quiet, just go thank you. Remember, don't say good girl or good boy. They get some all nutsy in the headsy, all right? It's like, recess, we don't have to think. But if you, when you're asking the dog to learn something, and hold a thought and focus, start saying thank you or very nice. Be what you want the dog to be, calm and steady. Remember, every time you say good girl or good boy, that's like putting their head into recess and they're going to be bouncing off the walls. I know it's the hardest thing for you not to do, but you'll get used to it. Everybody that comes to my class needs to get used to that for the fact that it gets the dog to go nutty so often that you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot is what you're doing. So anyway, so then what you're going to do is that you're going to be facing east and west as your company's coming in north and south. Okay, what you're going to do if your dog is really a tigger and jumpity, 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 okay, then what you're going to do is stand on the leash, put both feet on the leash. And if the dog is standing, when you stand on the leash with both feet, that his head should be slightly dipped. His head slightly dipped. Okay, now if he tries to lurch out at the people coming in, he's going to correct himself. Okay, you're gonna, and when people come in, you tell them to ignore the dog, don't look at the dog, don't touch him, don't do anything. They can say hi to you, but they can't men- mention the dog. So now they, I would say you go have them, you're sitting in the kitchen. So then you're going to go into the kitchen, and then you're going to pull your chair out so you're still a part of the conversation. Take three quarters of the leash and put it on the seat of what you're sitting on and sit on the leash. Now take your hands and take your hand and put it on your wrist and then set it in your lap. Okay. Now the dog tries to jump up into your face, you know, then you turn your head sideways. A side profile is a calming signal. And then you extend your arms out and give them a bump. Ah, just like that. Okay, don't look at him. And when you look at him, the dog's like, aha, made you look, made you look. Keep your head sideways. If he tries to come up, uh, reach out. Well, you know, your hand is on your wrist, other opposite wrist. And then you extend it out forward. Ah, 
Okay, you know what we're after is a dog is going to eventually lay down and go, well, isn't this fun? The hardest thing for a dog to do and humans to do is nothing, to just chill out. And that has to be taught. Instead of trying to run and run and run and run your dog to be calmer, all you're doing is building an athlete, folks. Okay, let's teach calmness. Okay, periodically throughout the day, what you're going to do is you're going to put just a plain buckle collar and a nylon leash. You're going to hook the leash on and you're going to sit down. Okay, and then ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. You want a minute here, five minutes there, a half hour, whatever. So you want the dog to learn no matter how much he pokes at you, you turn your head sideways. Your hand is on your wrist. You extend your arms outward. Ah, you know, wrong. Ah, just like that. So then eventually he's going to lay down and you're going to go, yes, yes, yes. All right. So now when company comes over, now you've got control of the situation. So before you open the door, you say just a minute, you hook the dog onto the leash, you stand on the leash. Idealistically, once the dog gets better manners at the door, have the dog sit as, as at the door instead of you standing on the leash. And then the collar should be loose. You know, there should be no collar pressure whatsoever. Okay, so that's ideal. That's a goal that you want to work towards. So now, like I say, if the dog lurches forward, he corrects himself. And you can do that anytime the dog starts jumping on you. You're out for a walk and you want to stand and talk to a neighbor. Just stand on the leash and ignore the dog. Let the dog have, be his own correction. All right, you'll be amazed. And so now the dog is learning to calm down. You got a minute? Sit on the leash. You got five minutes? Sit on the leash. Got a half hour? Sit on the leash while you're teaching this so that when guests come over, the dog understands the exercise now. And that now when you're sitting in the kitchen around the table and you pulled your chair out just a little bit now the dog is getting used to the smells and the sounds of the people that had just come over so now what's going to happen pretty soon he's going to lay down and now you've got things under control people actually want to come over to your house because they're not wearing your dog <laughs> and if you have uh, multiple dogs there's always a ringleader one that really starts everybody going nuts really work on that one work each dog individually your goal is that you'll be able to have the verbal uh, control that when somebody knocks and you see what it is, ah, ah, quiet, you know, everybody quiet and they should shut back off, shut up and then uh, let the people in. And so that you've got control, but keep them on the leashes until you do get that control. So you want to start practicing that now. So as you got guests coming through the holidays, where it's a bunch of guests at one time or, you know, a couple here and a couple there, but just remember there's no greeting of the dog at the door by anybody. So when you come home and the dog is, you know, jumping around and free, Look at look to the ceiling. Look to the ceiling, and then uh, and start spinning. Keep your hands to yourself, and just kind of spin your way into the house. But don't look down because the dog is after your face. They're jumping at you. Like, hey, here, hey, here! Look at me! Look at me! Ignore the dog, and then slowly, as the dog calms himself down, if you have to go into a room and close the door. You know, count to 10, come back out. Don't look at the dog. Look to the ceiling. Side profile to the dog is a calming signal. Keep your hands to yourself so you can't grab them. And so the more you practice this, then the dogs will learn to wait for you and wait for your acknowledgement and not poke at you for your acknowledgement. Does that make sense? Does yeah. That, are you sure? Okay. So anyway, so practice this now, answering the door, stepping on the leash. Anytime the dog jumps, you know, I mean, you are facing east and west dog. Companies coming in north and south. Uh, we go to the table or the living room. You sit on the leash, ignore the dog. And then once the dog finally is, you know, lays down and then you can see his calm. Usually it's 15 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour. And then don't take the leash off. Just get off the leash so the dog can go see his how do's. And just try to get everybody to stay calm and easy, right? Okay, uh, let's see. Well, we'll, come, we'll come back and get you. Let's go to break early, and then we'll come back and take these calls. Does that sound like a plan? Oh, yeah. Okay.
Okay, what was the first toy advertised on TV? Was it uh, Barbie, Slinky, or Mr. Potato Head? We'll be home. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, who was the first? Uh, what was the first toy advertised on TV? Was it Barbie, Slinky, Mr. Potato Head? Got to go with Barbie. Nope. It was Mr. Potato Head. Oh, really? Yeah, you believe that? Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, he only saw 50 pieces, 50 different fifty different pieces for only 50 cents. Guess what? From 1952 to 1963, the parents had to supply the re- real potatoes <laughs> <laughs> for the body of Mr. Potato. Um, I had until 1964 when Hasbro introduced a hard plastic body. In 1987, Mr. Potato Head became the spokes spud. For the great American smokeout, he gave up his pipe to Surgeon General C. Everett Coop in Washington, D.C. Okay. Cool. Isn't that something, though? Yeah. But yeah, the real potato. And I remember that. The potato, uh, the real potato sticking the pieces in a real potato. I know. I'm kind of weird as me. <laughs> you know, so I was born in 55. So, Okay, who's up to bat? Let's get to some questions. All right, so we got Regina on the line, and she has a question about her 12-year-old cat. 12-year-old cat. Hi, Regina. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, thanks for calling. Um, I have, I, I just adopted about a month ago my cat. I named him Jacques. Jacques. He came with a different name, but um, he seems to be adapting well. Nice. And um, he's, we're doing well. I uh, learned to right away, I, I want to just cuddle. I realized he needs to lay the ground rules and mm-hmm. um, how we are going to interact. And now he's, he walks around following me. Nice. To sit down and snuggle. Nice. Uh, I've been changing his diet gradually. Okay. Um, to good food. He was on um, a new di- a dim- blue diamond. Okay. 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 We're still working on the bag, but I've been transitioning him, taking notes on which, uh, which of the um, what food he likes. Nice. And he has um, some uh, issues. He came with he, the guy that had him. He had to uh, let him go because he was moving in with his allergic girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> the cat. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. So he was really glad to find somebody that was willing to do all this stuff. But he put $900 into Jacques, then known as Dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I changed it. Yeah. So anyway, um, but he, um, I, he said that he might, these skin things might be from that. So on his legs and then on his belly, which he's a rather large guy, um, despite the fact he doesn't really eat that much, um, so he had dental work done. Nine hundred dollars the guy put into him last August. All right. Um, I so these skin things are he's still they're, they're still there. Um, I was hoping they wouldn't be. I've been introduced trying to introduce coconut oil like on my finger, let him lick it. Nice. Um, he's not going for that. He's pretty particular. He does. He's not driven by his appetite at all. Okay. Um, uh, with the coconut oil, just put a little bit on his paw. On his paw. Yeah. Yes, right. yep, because otherwise it ain't, ain't going to stay there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. We'll do that in the bathroom. <laughs> there you go. Now, when you say, what are they like skin tags, or what are you talking about? It's where he has licked his skin to the point, especially his little belly. His belly is kind of 
pink okay. because of it. Um, it. And the skin, the fur is gone, okay. and it's gradually coming back, but he just keeps looking, and I can tell where he continues that lick because it's more okay. worn. Because when cats uh, overlick themselves like that, and say, same as some does, a lot of it is stress, new home, yeah. so he's got to deal with that. Okay, and then diet. And if you can get yeah. him, if you said he's rather large, but he doesn't eat that much, my guess right. is he's probably carb addicted. And so yeah. carbs go straight to the tummy. So by getting yeah. him off of that, um, all carbs and just go to the grain free canned foods That's and some raw. Yep. Yeah. And then once you get but, totally off of the dry, then I think mm-hmm. you're going to see all this come around and he's going to start losing some weight. So he's not right. going to be so large. Okay. Yeah, and, and then yeah. Like, yeah, because that 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 hair thing right now, like I said, how now? How long have you had him? You said a month. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, so he, this is, this whole thing is such a change. So it's good. It to, and cats take change hard, right? Yes. So that's why I do, uh, be patient, do that coconut oil so you can get some more omega threes and sixes. Try to do some, yeah. you know, omega threes and sixes, like whether you give them, uh, like, uh, Earthborn has two cans. One is a sardine and one is a, there's a smaller fish. I like mm-hmm. to use a smaller fish, uh, okay. cans of sardine. Uh, krill, krill, you can do krill too. Yep. Uh, but you can do cans of sardines in water that will give him more omega threes and sixes also to help us. Okay. I I did give him some, um, I had some salmon. I, I thought, Oh, he'll like this. He wouldn't go for it at all. Like, are you really a cat? (laughs) (laughs) But But, but again, if I have bacon, then he wants it and he, cries for it yeah yeah he is he's a junk food cat yes he is and and what you got to be careful with bacon with dogs and cats is Mm. that the fat level so high that they can have a pancreas attack you know so that's oh my gosh that's enough of that we're not going to do that anymore yeah and so that's why even though they like it you know just like me but there's many things i like but if i eat them i'm going to pay the price (laughs) right exactly yeah Yeah. and so that's why it's really important to work on that the small fish okay and then at least two or three times a week give them some kind of small fish Salmon mm-hmm. is okay, like once or tuna once a week, but don't oh. overdo the fishes either. All right, so that's right. why mm-hmm. get it. You know, if you got if you're making a hamburger, you know, uh, mm-hmm. take a pinch and and put it in the cat's bowl. Give it oh, raw, right. you okay. know, raw. Yeah, I did that once. That okay. was really a hit. Yep, and so <laughs> raw because raw is really good form of you know a lot of good nutrition too. But okay. I think you'll see things start to come, you know, uh, around. You, you know, give them another month. You know, with as far as the stress and the hair and the yeah. stuff like that. But you're doing you're right by getting him all the way over into the grain free canned foods. You're a zillion times ahead here. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're working on it. He, you know, he's kind of like a teenager. He's like, Mom, that's health food i'm not eating yeah. <laughs> and so we have to have a little talk yeah there you go there you go and if yeah. you could see, and see cats it really it's really hard to slip in um what do you want to call it you know a supplements in a cat's diet because they're yeah. so finicky you know finicky you know if you could put like a, a pinch of maybe some probiotic whether it's your pro probiotic or whatever you know don't yeah. load it up on each dish just once you know like let's say morning feeding is getting a pinch of this evening feeding is get a pinch of that you know just got right. Add things uh, subtly, and eventually he'll get better and better at it. And then, like, you can hide some things. Like, if you will eat raw hamburger, you can hide some stuff in raw hamburger. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, you know he's really going to want And then also watch the humidity in your house. People okay. forget about that with our, you know, the heat comes on. Oh. Our skin gets dry, and so does the cats and the dogs. And so, so make... You know, yeah, so, yeah, I live... We, I live in a, an apartment space, and so that's something that one of my neighbors had said, get a humidifier. Yes. So that's... 
That's what I'm going to get for Christmas. There you go. Excellent. Excellent. So that that's, it would be Jock's Christmas present, a humidifier to keep his coaches exactly. lovely. <laughs> okay. Oh, fun. Well, thank you, Katie. Well, thank and you. Thank you forever. So. Oh, thank Yay. you. I appreciate it. Well, okay. good luck with your new buddy and keep us posted, okay? Thank you so much. You bye bet. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. I admire people that will take the older cats. This cat's 12 years old, right? And so I admire people that because everybody, the kitten is so doggone cute and the puppy's so doggone cute, but it, uh, it'll drive you right you know, to um, <laughs> drinking and everything else. <laughs> so when people step up to the plate and get that six, seven-year-old dog or older or that six, seven-year-old cat or older, I, I really, I admire all you folks and I thank you, thank you, thank you because it's, it's a rarity. Most everybody wants the puppy. So, okay, who's up next? All right, so next we have Karen on the line, and she has an uncontrollable dog when it's around other dogs. Ah, okay. Hi, Karen. How you doing? Hey, Katie. I'm fine, and you? I'm hanging in there. Good, I can't believe good. Christmas is like two weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's here. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, kind yeah. of dog do you have? Uh, Cavalier, okay. Uh, Spaniel. Okay, how old? He's uh, two and a half. Two and a half. And it's a male? Yep. Okay. It's a male, neutered. Okay, good. Okay, so what's going on? He just, you know, um, when he was a year, um, up until he was a year, just fine, no problems. Now, he's just inside out when he sees other dogs, when he's in the car, when we walk. He just, uh, I, we don't know how to control him. I usually end up picking him up, and then he senses how tense I am. Yeah. But I, it's just he's uncontrollable. He's barking and carrying on and straining. And uh, does he um, have does he have any play buddies? Yep, we have a big white lab that he's in love with. Now he never acts like that with him. Okay, but, but that's in your house, correct? That, yes, part, correct. Yeah, see, that's part of his pack. Okay, what he yeah. has to do is be able to have friends outside of the pack. You know, yeah. family, friends, neighbors, just even one dog. Everybody thinks every dog needs to have lots of friends. No, if he could be friendly with one or two dogs outside of the pack, he's he's fine. Now, did you get this puppy? Okay. As, did you get him as a puppy? Yeah, and okay. I, a bit of information here. When he was about a year, he was attacked yeah, by a, there goes. a dog. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Oh no, that's really... that's that's what sends a lot of good dogs into hysterics because they're they got so scared they're trying to scare away to protect themselves. All right. Okay. So what you okay. need to do now? Do you do and now when you go for a walk, where does the dog walk? Does he w- walk out front of you or does he walk politely at your side in a loose lead? <laughs> Nope, he walks out front. Okay, see, what you got to do is you got to start building his confidence confidence up and becoming a better leader in his eyes so that he, you and him can approach the world together and you all both got the confidence, and so that's going to help him out. If he feels okay. that you're a ninny and that, you're, you know, that he has to take care of everything around because you can't do it, because you're not asking him to do anything, like walk politely at the side where you're a team. When he's in front of you scanning, he is a, he's a leader because he's in front he's and you're the leader. peon, okay? Yeah. So you're not, comf- you're not, you're not, he feels like he has to guard everything's out front because he's the leader. He's got to take care of you, okay? Whereas when okay. he when he walks with you politely on a loose lead, now you're, you're, you're um, running into things as a team and you, he can look up at you like, do we, do we have this? Do you need me? Okay. Or you know what I mean? So he starts looking to you for direction and that exudes confidence and then he's going to be less reactive. All right. Okay. And so that's why you start that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got to run to break. So you want to hold on and we will get back to you and we will explain that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Okay. Let's see. How many crayons 
on the average, does each kid, when you're they're 10 years old, how many crayons have they gone through by the time they're 10 years old? We'll be back. All right, we got people that are waiting, so we got to keep on moving here, okay? Okay, the average child in the United States will wear down how many crayons by the time their 10th birthday? Is it going to be 520, 675, or 730? Going to go with 520. 730 crayons. Holy Each child moly. by their 10th birthday. They have gone through 730 crayons. That's crazy. Yep. I was a color. I loved to color, especially when they came out with those real big packs with the little sharpener in the back. Oh, loved the 64 them. pack. Yes. <laughs> oh, now they got them with lots. <laughs> they bigger <laughs> ones than that. Okay, let's go back to Karen. Okay, Karen, you with us? I am. I okay. Am. Hi, uh, what you need to do is you need to go to, uh, well, you can, the collar that you're going to want to use that I would put this dog in if you came out for a private lesson or a class with me, because it okay. is, uh, uh, it's called a star mark collar, star okay. mark collar. You can get them online. Okay. And you want, how many pounds is he? Oh, probably 18. Okay. 19. then Probably the small will fit just fine. Cause okay. they just come in small and large and it's a plastic okay. collar and it's got little blunt pyramids on the inside of it. All right, and then what it does okay. is, you know how if I want your attention, I poke you? If you don't give it to me, I poke you harder. <laughs> okay, what this does is that it pokes the dog, okay? It's just a plastic collar with blunt triangles. The flicker, the more, the, the quicker you flick your wrist, then the more okay. poke to the dog, okay? You don't want to pull the dog. You want to, you know, pop it, snap it, jerk it, okay? And so uh, the, the whole thing is to get the dog to look at you like, what, what, what do we need? Now you got him looking to you for direction, okay? So now okay. leave their buckle collar on it first is, is he used okay. to a buckle collar yes okay yes. so leave the buckle collar on put the star mark collar on hook your leash onto it okay and now what you got to have a walking word it's going to be heal or walk right okay. so then let's say you i say heal but anyway so you're going to step out and then your hand should be relaxed at your side and when the dog is dog's shoulder should be by your left leg dog's shoulder by your left leg if he gets ahead of that then you're no longer in his field of vision and you can literally drop the leash and go the other way, and he has no idea you left. <laughs> okay, okay, so you want his shoulder by your left leg. So when your arms are relaxed at your side, and you shouldn't even feel the dog. If he goes to take your hand away from your left leg, you know, to lurch forward, then bump backwards towards his tail. Ah, 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 walk or heel. Okay, and then if he's walking nicely, oh, look at you. Very nice, but don't say good boy. Remember, that gets mm-hmm. them all nutsy in the headsy. All right, so right. then every time you stop, you want him to sit. So the whole thing is to start get working as a team, getting him to look to you for direction. And then there's if he chooses to go nuts, that mm-hmm. you know you uh, that you've got you know that he there's a, a reaction to his action. All right. Whereas mm-hmm. hey, this is you know, and if he starts bark, then you should have a quiet word. Ah, quiet or hey, enough. And so, mm. so what it is is that one thing begets another thing and goes off another thing, and the whole thing what you need to build here is a is a team. You know, you can sign up for yep. a private lesson where I can get you organized, get the dog organized, and then your goal would be to go to a class. Now, I only have six okay. dogs a class in my classes, okay? So the dogs okay. aren't overwhelmed. And so what you got first, we got to get you organized, get him organized, and then that would be a goal is to go into a class situation because, okay. um, uh, and then when he feels that you he doesn't have to be ahead of you to take care of everything he's seen that he's got to be reactive since he got nailed by a, a dog and that's usually when dogs become very reactive 
Okay. Then they feel like you don't have your poop in a group, and so they've got to take over, and they've got to do it, and they're, and they're they're scared out of their mind, and that's why they have a tendency to really go overboard because they're so scared, and you're not helping them any. You're just kind of restraining them, and so then okay. now they feel like you're not helping it. You're not taking over the situation. I've got to do this all by myself. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And so by, okay. by I, I understand. By and also something as simple as as teaching tricks or doing brain teasers, things like that yeah. get him to look to you for direction so you start building that uh, that team so that now you are approaching things together and he's not all by himself okay okay, okay. Be yep, the- I, I understand i that that breed we've never had this kind of dog before and oh, okay. the lab always looks to me for direction mm-hmm. and always is just in my face but this dog is like very scattered you know he just well, doesn't don't, ever look at me okay but how much input have you done with the dog have you taught him anything? Have you taught him? How many words does he know? You know, most. No, he, well, that's true. Okay, that's true. because see, lot. the more right, see, the most in, more input because Cavaliers are awesome dogs. Okay, and okay. because they want to, they want to be a team. But if you're not teaching them anything, like how to walk politely on a uh, on a leash, that if he barks, it's a quiet word. Uh, at least five tricks. Name the toys. All the toys okay. should be named. You know, now the dog is going to look to you for direction. All right, because okay. they are very yeah. family family orientated breed. They really want to please. But if you're mm. not going forward and teaching them anything, now they're there all by themselves. You're just sit on my lap and I'll pet you. You know, but yes. but that's not what we you know, that's a lap dog, but they still need input to build their confidence. Okay. okay? I understand what you're saying. Thank you. That okay. Helped. You betcha. Okay. You take care. Have Appreciate a Merry Christmas. Bye bye. You too. Bye Katie. Yeah, no, so that's what a lot of people they just you know, some dogs uh because that dog got snarked at, you know, got in a tangle. Yeah. He lost a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence. And then she wasn't there to help rebuild his confidence that, you know what I mean? To, Hey, we're together as a team here. Let's work as a team. Let's build a team because he had his confidence knocked out. And so that's why, because training a dog isn't me, master you dog that by no means what it is, understanding the personality breeds have tendencies, you know, hunting dogs hunt, hurting dogs hurt. But the whole thing is, is that is to learn to look to you for direction. Like, do we have this? Not do you have this or do you have that? Do we have this? And that's been built. And like I said, Cavaliers, they really want to please. And they do look to us for direction. But if all this gal wanted was just, here, let me just sit on the couch and let me, you know, hold you. Not really. Because the lab, you had to do some kind of training because otherwise they're going to knock you over, right? Yeah. You know, with the Cavalier, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're smaller. So, but anyway. So, yeah, because how many words, that's a good question for all you guys. How many words do your dogs know? And every dog knows probably eight words. And two of them are swear words. <laughs> <laughs> and so start naming the toys, start teaching tricks, brain teasers, doing obedience. Just make the dogs mentally work. And I know it's really hard with the holidays here, but my goodness, in two weeks, we're going to be putting her over. <laughs> but um, uh, that we have a tendency, we're moving around, running around so much, we forget about the, our pets. And the pets are like, hello, <laughs> hello, did you? No, I'm here. Hey, can we do something here? Can we do something? And so then they either start pottying in the house again or they start tearing up stuff because they're bored out of their gourd. It's like, now what? Now what do I do? So anyway. Okay, where are we at? Okay, let's head for the phones. Yeah, so we got David on the line, and he has a dog that likes to bite ankles. Oh, an ankle biter. There we go. Hey, David, how you doing? Uh, Katie, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So what kind of breed do you have? 
Um, he's a German Shepherd, Rottweiler, and Terrier mix. Okay, how many pounds? 45. Okay. Okay, and then how old? Uh, he's nine and a half. Years? Yes. Okay. Sorry, yes, nine and a half years. Okay. So what's going on? He- <laughs> um, I'm kind of a second father to the dog. Okay. And I've been in his life since uh, uh, my friend adopted him. Okay. Uh, it rescued him, uh, you know, nine and a half years ago. And um, so I, he's been in my life. He stays over a couple times a week. And uh, the owner and I walk him most every day. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back to my house um, after the walk, Guinness, the dog's name is Guinness. Okay. He's a black and tan. Okay. <laughs> he, um, he starts coming after my ankles and tries to bite my ankles. Okay. And uh, and this has been going on maybe for a year and a half, something okay. like that. What did you do then when he does that? Oh, I, you know, tell him no, you know, and um, I've, I've tried all sorts of things. Uh, I have, uh, we've had him on CBD oil. I've had him on Bach flower remedy. I've had him, I've even taken... Uh, his DNA to my homeopath and she's come up with remedies for him. Mm-hmm. And, um, just in the last six weeks, about six weeks ago, we took him to the vet and asked what we should do. And the vet suggested uh, that we put him on Prozac, which I did not want to do, but it's kind of a last resort. And then we also bought him a waffle muzzle for, for him. So he, he can't bite at me when uh, when we're back at the house, um, and so um, I had a good friend of mine who's uh, has uh, chatted with you several times on your show, mm-hmm. and he recommended that that I give a call, uh-huh. and uh, that's what I'm doing here. Okay, all this oils and stuff like that it, that isn't all just for the feet thing, is it? It's for his um, it's for his vicious behavior. Okay. So what other things does he do? Well, he um he comes after my feet, he growls at me. Uh he's got this crazy look in his eyes. Okay. Uh, and when when he's focused and when I'm alone with him, that doesn't happen. Okay. But it's only when I bring him over to friends for dog play dates and we're maybe having dinner or something. Um Guinness is like that when I have him at other people's places or even when I have other people besides my friend Joe, who's the owner okay. uh, at my house. Okay. So you take Guinness to other people's houses. Is Joe with? Uh, sometimes Joe, sometimes not. Okay. Um, now, when Joe is not with, does Guinness do all that? Yes. Okay, so so what is so not- when when I'm alone with him, he's fine. But when I'm with anyone else, he this brings up that behavior. Okay, okay. So um, now what's he with like with Joe? Oh, he, he's you know Joe's his alpha, um, and he um, he's you know he loves Joe um, and he loves me too, but. I think maybe he's got some torn priorities when he's with 
both of us at the same time? No, that's not it. That's a human emotion, what you're describing right now. That's not, yeah, okay. that's not thinking like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't you hold on to that thought there, because then we got to run, and we're going to come on back, okay? So don't right, hang up. You. We're, we're, you betcha. Don't hang up. Let's see. I don't know what uh, what, what question we should do. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Uh, what is the biggest... It's a toy... All okay, right. it's the the world's biggest vehicle tire manufacturer. The world's biggest vehicle tire manufacturer, and it's a toy. Think about it and see if you can guess who it is. We'll be right back. Finally, a Christmas song. <laughs> Good gravy. I don't know how much closer we need to get, especially since we only got next Sunday. Just remember, live su Sunday, next Sunday, the 18th, we'll be here live, but then we won't back until, be back until January 9th. Okay, it's it's a toy company, and they um, the world's biggest vehicle tire manufacturer, producing three hundred and uh, four hundred and eleven million tiny tires. Oh, geez, I have two that comes to mind. Okay, it's either like Goodyear or Tonka. No, uh, Goodyear. No, that's for cars. This oh. is a toy company. Oh, oh, Hot Wheels. No, close. Lego. Lego. Oh, the Lego company is the world's biggest vehicle tire manufacturer producing. Um, isn't that something? You know, silly putty, silly, silly putty. Okay, boy, did they ruin those eggs? There used to be a lot of silly putty in one of those eggs. Man, now it's just a little spit. Okay, <laughs> uh, Biney and Smith produces more than fifteen hundred pounds of silly putty each day. More than twenty thousand eggs. Silly putty went to the moon on Apollo eight. The astronauts used it to relieve boredom. And ready for this? <laughs> To stabilize their tools during the zero gravity. <laughs> hey, didn't know that could work. There you go. Okay, let's go back. So we got David still yeah, on the line. Yeah, David. Okay, David, what this is, is this is a personality conflict between you and that dog, all right? That dog thinks you're a weenie, and he's goading you. He's poking at you, okay? And so what you need to do is work on your, you don't need all this other stuff. What you need is uh, to build a better relationship. But it's not me, master, you, dog, all right? What it is is getting to understand each other's personalities and working with that. Now, when you take him for a walk, what? how does a walk go? Fine. Okay. Does he walk with you or does he scan with you? Um, he walks with me. Okay. It, on a politely, on a loose lead? Um, yeah. He, um, we've got him on an extent, you know. One no, of you can't be there. No, you throw that in the toilet. No, re, no re, uh, re, uh, retractable leashes. Okay. They're going to kill you. They're going to hurt you or hurt your dog. You okay. want a six foot leash and then he politely walks on your left side with his shoulder by your left side, oh, his, his shoulder by your left side. And the hook of the leash is resting along his side or on his back. You're going to have the right training collar that you can get into his head. Okay, because a dog that scans out in front, he's a leader and you're the peon. You want to work together as a team. Now, when you go to go outside or come back inside from the house, who goes first, the dog or you? I go first. Okay, you make them wait? Yep. Okay, then you go through the door, and then you count to 10, and then you say, let's go, correct? Yep. Good. Okay, then what other things do you ask of him to do for you? Um... I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, like, okay, let's say you're going to feed him. Make him sit, wait, put the oh, food down, yes. and he yes. can't go get it till you say, okay, ciao? He sits and waits before Good. I feed him. Okay, have you taught him any tricks, any brain teasers, any brain games? Oh, yeah. In fact, I've got one of those games that you hide the um, 
No, nope. hides the little treats. No, no, nope. because if once they figured that out, it's not a game anymore. They don't have to use their brain. You you got a brain games and brain are teasers are things that you can keep adding to it, so the dog has to think and look to you for direction. Once you buy those games or you put this and that, once the dog figures it out, it's like you know, do you got something else? It's like doing the same puzzle over and over and over again. Pretty soon you just want to walk it over to the trash saying, "I'm done with this puzzle." <laughs> <laughs> so what you got to do though is you got to work on a relationship with him. You want the book uh, "Brain Games for Dogs" by um, "Brain Games for Dogs." Let's see, that one is by Aerosmith, uh, the author, not the uh, not the band. Yeah. And then um, you know, brain teasers for dogs, and brain teasers are really unique because it makes the dog use his nose a lot. And then um, and then once he masters one level, then you can add, tweak it, and add to it, and then add to it again. So the dog really has to do some real thinking and look to you for direction. All right, and that's what I see is happening here. He doesn't look to you for any directions, and so that's why you've got to do more input with him, where he's got to sit by you, sit with you. Focus, hold a thought, and learn something from you that you are going to teach him. All right? And okay. so that's the thing is that, you know, and then as far as him going after your feet, have you tried like a uh, hair mister, plant mister, filled with water, set on stream? Yes. Okay, and blast him, but you got to have the voice with it. Ah, leave yeah, it. And, and he just gets violent when I do that. Okay, violent as far as, does he chase the stream? Uh, yeah, he, um, he'll he start barking at uh He'll start barking, and even when we try to give him a timeout. Oh, okay. He, uh, yeah, well, he's got a little attitude there. Okay, so that what it is, too, is that, now I'm not versed in it, but, you know, if you're worried that, you know, one of these days he's going to, you know, hurt you, <laughs> you can have somebody that knows how to use an e-collar, electronic collar. Yep. Okay, and so I, I'm not versed in that, but you find somebody using mostly hunters, so that then he has it on. If he goes after your feet, then there's a consequence to his action. You know what I mean? And see if if that would work. But in the meantime, I'd be working on uh, more of a relationship with the two of you by input, 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 and okay. then see if that will work. Because, but there are some dogs that you know they're a little short circuit. The driveway doesn't go all the way to the garage, yep. <laughs> and so uh, and if you're really worried about the situation, yeah, get them acclimated to a muzzle, not the the wire kind or the rubber kind, but not the Velcro kind, okay? And yep. so that you can work with them and not worry that if he's going to nail you or something like that. And then obviously you know working with a professional trainer too, you know, so we can you know you know figure the whole thing out for you, okay? Yeah, no, in fact, uh, one of the things that we're going to do after the holidays is probably check into a behaviorist. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. So, like I say, the whole thing is, though, is that, but but the whole thing is understanding the dog, understanding the personality, and be able to get through. It's not me, master you, dog, but I would work on just teaching him tricks and brain games. And then, like, when you go for a walk, he's walking with you. He's not scanning out in front. You know what I mean? It's just kind of getting him to be uh, where you earn the respect and trust. You know, it's a twofold street. Okay? Okay. Yep. Okay, kid. Well, good luck. You can give All me right. a holler up at Katie's Cana if you need to. Take yeah. care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. You Bye-bye. betcha. Uh, yeah, so you know, without meeting the dog, you know, I can just put him into a category. <laughs> and now, now, uh, uh, this week, if you, you know, if you're wondering what to get people, you know, you can get a gift certificate. You know, I used to hate gift cards and gift certificates because to me it was boring. It wasn't very thoughtful. Yep. Uh, you know, but the thing, what I got used to now is that, you know, some, we have so much stuff that it, I'd rather give that gift card or gift certificate. But then what you got to do is use your imagination. How are you going to give it to them? 
how are you going to wrap it? You know, that's where the intriguement, uh, I mean, I've done some really bad words. You take duct tape. I mean, it's like, it's oh. going to take you hours and you can't cut it. You've got to be able to peel off the layers of it. But no, you think of just really cool ways to present. But then, you know, get a gift certificate for a groomer, for a dog wash, for books. Uh, like uh, with me, with Katie Canine, I've got phone consoles that you can get a gift certificate for. I've got obedience classes or private classes gift, gift certificate for. Or other, you know, schools that are out there. Um, I love to, to shop local like uh, Atlas Pet Supply, uh, Pet Supply Plus, Pet Evolution. I like the, the you know I don't I don't want the big box stores I want the mom and pop shops, you know go go to their them and get gift certificates or gift uh, cards or whatever type thing, um, uh, but then present it in a cool way you know take a stuffed toy maybe do operate where you put the card in it I don't know you know I'm not that imaginative <laughs> I just like to make puzzles for people so that people have to work for it but then now oh, when nice. I'm well when I'm the recipient I'm, I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> but I like doing it for other people. So, so like I said, so as you're shopping here, remember we're staying away from the raw high chews, the pig ears, all the stuff that is not good for a dog, stuff that has got any red or any color to it, like raw high chews, candy canes. That's all junk, folks. It's bad. And yeah, it looks cute. I know it. If you want, like I said, we said last year, make your own uh, jerky for uh, your own dog muffins, dog cookies, dog treats. Put them in a really pretty nice fancy tin, you know, to give out to people. Uh, so yeah, just check it out. There's a lot of uh, uh, treats that you can make online. You can just Google it some. But thank you so much for listening for another week. We got next week, and then we're off for two weeks. So hopefully we'll hear from you next week. Thank you so much, Brian. You did another great job. And you all have a great week. And, and maybe don't tra- if you don't blame them, if you don't train them, don't blame them. Train on.